Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church and School right here in the heart of Chicago. I pray that you find hope and peace in the message of Christ and Him crucified for you in your life right now. Thank you for listening. And please, if you'd like to support the mission going on right here, uh, please go to our webpage, stjames-lutheran.org to donate. Thank you. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Merry Christmas. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Grab a seat. Peace, peace, peace. Seems like everyone, really, if you think about the history of the world and movements global movements, military movements, royal movements, government is to establish peace. Everybody wants peace. Do you want peace? Oh, that was quick. Wow. Recently, I uh, watched, uh, finally watched the movie Oppenheimer. Have you seen Oppenheimer? You should. You were probably watching Barbie, by the way, when it came out. It's okay. Don't tell me. Just nod your head. Yes, I saw Oppenheimer. Fantastic movie, but incredible story, of of course, as you know. Robert Oppenheimer was sort of dragged into this because of his knowledge of uh, how an atom works, etc., quantum mechanics. And he was given the task to make this uh, nuclear bomb. And he wasn't sure if he should do this or not. He wasn't quickly like, yeah, let's do it. Let's make a bomb. But he come to believe or talk himself into it, or maybe rightfully believe that it was the only route. That the Germans were working on it, and the Russians were working on it, and who knows who else is working on it, so surely the U.S. should have it just because we have to. It's destiny. But also he said that he believed that he needed to do this, that America needed to have this bomb, this incredible device of mass destruction in order to bring about peace. And it makes sense that somewhat still our foreign policy. And that is, his belief was that if you have something so, such a magnitude, it will stop a war. It will stop people from fighting because you don't want it to escalate into nuclear war. And if the UN, if the, a global government could sort of maintain this that threat of violence, along with people scared of even going that far, it might bring a certain peace among people. And to some degree, that's it. That's the last nuclear war we've had. Two bombs dropped by us, by the way. <laughs> Raise your hand. But it stopped things. And overall, it's true. Detente. No one wants to go that far. People are afraid of massive destruction, even, even the most evil of people. So do you feel peace? Did it work? Is there peace throughout the globe? Just because there's no major war or nuclear fallout, we still don't feel at peace. Even during peacetime. We don't feel that peace. Even in this country, 
We rarely get attacks. We barely know what that feels like. Does everyone live in peace here? Do you feel peace inside? You know what's fascinating about a nuclear nuclear bomb is that uh, (laughs) the amazing global damage is caused by subatomic particles you can't even see. Think about that. It's ironic. The tiniest particles of matter can affect the whole globe, the universe, really. It's amazing what that can do when they are broken or smashed together. At that smallest level can change the world and cause destruction. And it sounds kind of like maybe us. We might not have major problems in our life. The economy might be okay. You might even have your job, and yet there's something wrong. At a very small, tiny level, deep inside of people, that pushes them away, smashes them together with just a word in your little life. You could cause destruction in somebody with just an action you can change a person's perception of themselves for good. We don't need these devices or technology. We can cause, we can destroy peace with the smallest little glance or thing that we do because even in a smaller level, the problem is not a matter of strategy and foreign policy. It's not a matter of how to figure out how to get nations to get along. The problem with humanity is not actually big, and it's not about alien, evil people. But it lies in the common things, like hydrogen, right in your heart. A chaotic thing that's so deep in us It causes so much destruction. Oppenheimer says, right, after he lets the bomb off, what does he say? You know, there's there's a lot of great memes about it too, actually, but it's not really funny, but I I get, I have dark humor. He says this, right, from the Begat of Devita, he says, I have become death destroyer of worlds. And so... Have we. So how ironic or poetically beautiful, which the story of God is, that God came into our messed up, chaotic, smashed together, and broken world in the smallest, tiniest way. He snuck in this universe into our mess, didn't he? No one saw it coming. Uh, Caesar Augustus, maybe the greatest leader of all time, the Roman Empire, was registering all his stuff. He was establishing his great kingdom. And Jesus slips in. Napoleon's marching across Europe to bring peace and liberty. 
in grand, brilliant ways, and Jesus slips in to a common woman, Mary, working-class family. No one saw them, just another proletariat, just another hoi polloi going down to be registered under the direction of the man and the great and the strong and the mighty, and Jesus slips in. No one even thought to count him as he comes in as an infant in a manger, because that's how God works. If he comes in strong and mighty, he'd never catch you. We'd run. So he has to surprise us. He has to sneak into our lives, catch us while we're sleeping, while we think we're something else. Jesus slips in as an infant. And what else does Jesus do? What else do we see God do? Peace in the flesh, Christ. He's hanging out with who? The tiniest and lowest. He's hanging out with the sinners and the outcasts, people that just gave up trying to be good. And he hung out with the lepers that were pushed off to the side. And where's Jesus? On the fringes of Israel in Capernaum with this old widow who had just lost her son. There's Jesus. Wherever there's small things, wherever there's hurting and broken, wherever there's things happening that the world doesn't see, because we love to only see big nuclear bombs. There's Jesus. Healing, forgiving, gently hanging around with tiny people and broken lives. That's what Christmas is all about. It's a surprise attack, landing, a foreign invasion by God into our lives. And where do we find him ultimately? There he is on the cross. And I love this, on the cross between two thieves, this beaten down, 33-year-old man, stripped and hurt, and he's on this cross, and there all things came upon him. All of our sin and all of our hate upon this Christ consumes it, even our violence, and like a black hole, sucks it all in upon himself. But instead of an explosion or an act of wrath, He buries it, and it's gone. Your sin's forgiven, taken by Christ. All your violence given to the Lord, and he took it and put it down, and then three days later, boom. An explosion far greater than anything you could ever do or Oppenheimer could ever do. But gentleness and grace came out of the tomb and the resurrection. And the whole idea of Christmas and this gentle baby and this grace that comes to sinners continues to go. And it goes in waves, but not in violence or power or might, but just as it came through the church, through common people, through morons like myself, saying, Jesus loves you. When you forgive someone, you are giving them the greatest gift, releasing them of their, what they owe you. When you're telling someone else that there is hope, that God actually loves them, that they're going to rise again, that's more valuable than any nuclear detente. Peace Christ has given us 
has given you, has washed you with it in baptism, feeds you in communion, and speaks it to you today. And it's a peace that while everything seems crazy right now, and it does, you can count on. You tiny people, you're forgiven. You will rise again. It will be okay. So today and tomorrow you can celebrate Christmas, no matter what's going on in your life. might not look perfect because Christ has come you are forgiven. It's going to be okay. And that gives you a peace that indeed lasts forever. In Jesus' name, amen.